Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, ruining my neighbor's quarantine, the number one fuckboy, the number one fuckboy, the number one fuckboy, Johnny G. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty studios, my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, not currently in here because with a wife that works from home, he's going to sit at her feet and beg rather than lick my guest's legs. And unfortunately for my guest her leg will not be licked because jackie johnson is the first remote guest of high and mighty of all time jackie johnson welcome to the virtual high and mighty studio yes queen <laughs> yeah I, I am i am filled with joy from that intro i have heard it so many times but to get to see it face to face or rather screen to screen <laughs> because you and i i i will say this definitively we have the loudest intros of any podcast uh because say i'm we- the beauty talk shock jock so i scream and yell and sing and i've always wanted to go head to head with you on that well i'm glad uh I, so listeners if you're listening that Turn your turn your shit down right now. <laughs> turn yeah, your volume down. Uh, yes, adjust your levels accordingly. Because <laughs> it's not just mine and Jackie's intros that get loud. It's just our voices. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Fall. We're both from loud areas. <laughs> yeah, Texas and New York, famously some. You're from Texas, right? As I'm saying. Yes. That? Yeah. Yes. So, some of the most famously loud places. <laughs> That's true. We are loud and proud. <laughs> and you're you're a fan of shock jocks, correct? Oh, honey, the biggest. I started listening to, I started watching Howard Stern, the E! Show, when I was in, I think, fifth grade. Yeah, the same thing with my wife. I, uh, my dad always listened to Howard in the house, so I heard it all the time. But Tiff started with the show and then has been uh, listening until she still listens, you know, whatever. God, that's I was going to so say cool. every day, but it's three days a week, four days, a, four months a week, or whatever, you know, you know his awesome I- schedule. I've always known your wife is cool, but I did not know she was a stern head. That makes her even fucking cooler. Oh, yeah. If you know the amount of times we say Jimbo Kimball in this house, you'd be pretty surprised. <laughs> Man, you know what? She she should have entered that hottest chick biggest fan contest a few years ago. <laughs> she she could have. She's up there. I'm sure some fake fans could have won, but she's... Well, I... 
I was encouraged to do it, but I was too scared. But the women they ended up picking, like, you know, they were more Howard's type. They were a little enhanced, if you know what I mean. No shame to that. But but I just feel like I would have been like a scrawny nerd up there. Uh, but but I but I think I could have done my best. I would have represented well. I would have loved to have uh, been selected for that. Got to sit on the speaker and have an orgasm right in oh, his yeah. studio. Oh, yeah. And that was still, I think that was still when the Sibian was in. <laughs> in there so you know what went in Rome my wife's like I got hottest fan of Howard Stern I'm like cool should I listen to the episode she's like please don't (laughs) yeah I wanted to intern for him when I was in film school because I was in the radio program at University of Texas and my cousin who lived in New York was like absolutely not absolutely not I will not allow that you will get naked within two weeks and I'm like okay fine that could have been problematic that could have been yeah but (laughs) But, you know, history is history. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I would be honored. Um, Jackie, you're the first remote guest of High and Mighty. This is why. And, of course, that guest happens to live one mile away from me. Maybe three quarters of a mile. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing what we can, you know. Yeah. uh, And and we've been talking about doing each other's pods for a long time, so I'm pumped that you were able to do this. I I feel like... uh, I was like, who has home setups? And the first person that came, I was like, well, let's get on. I'm telling you, this has been really good for my podcast career, honestly. I guess word is out that I have my own Zoom and microphone because I'm getting asked on everything. Why not? What I, I do gotta, I have to do? I got to put that info out there, though I don't think I could foreseeably guest on any more podcasts than I already Oh, yeah. Did. Well, that's what it, uh, what is, what do they say? It's uh, the jury duty of LA is, is being asked on a podcast. I had never heard that expression. Really? Oh, my no. Oh my God, I, I, there's there's questions to its origin. Um, I think Lauren Lapkus told me David Spade made it up, but I heard my friend Roz Dresvelez, the drag queen, say it. So I don't know. <laughs> hey, well, you know, we'll leave it out there. It's just a magical moment in society in history where it just it came it's together. True. And the I lore guess of the joke. I'm a professional juror, which is humiliating. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Have you ever served jury duty? Uh, I've never. I've I had to go to like the selection day or whatever, but I've never been selected. Same. I went one time, and and it was just that day where they like go through each person, and uh, they ended up settling the next day. And they said they settled based on hearing from us. Oh yeah, sometimes because that's the one time I had to go back for a second day. As soon as we showed up, they were like, "We actually settled." That's what, you know. Same. And I was like, fuck, well, I could have slept in and didn't have to drive to downtown with like a fucking button down shirt on and shit. Hey, uh, you get seven cents to be there, though. That's so true. So I, got, that's I true. got a great like 25 cent check in the mail. I will say the coolest thing about jury duty is it's the realest version of your community, of your neighborhood. Yes. Because like when I, I lived in Brooklyn for like 10 years, but I lived in like hipster, gentr- gentrified Brooklyn, like brownstone with like. Uh, cold brew available on four different corners. Then when I went to jury duty, I was like, holy shit. Uh, right. Brooklyn is not as white as my neighborhood oh, yeah. would tell you it is. I was we like, live in such a bubble. I know. And I was so I was so blown away. I was like, the amount of people that were, I think the term is Bengali, uh, people from Bangladesh. I just had, I had met like one or two people in my life from Bangladesh. The day I was at jury duty, there was like 500 people that were Bengali, 400 of which didn't speak a lick of English, or at least 
conveyed that they didn't speak English to get out of jury duty, which is a cool, which is a one cool move you could do is just keep saying, I saw, like, I don't understand until they let you I leave. tried to do that with pig Latin and they weren't having it. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we actually have a pig Latin translator and they brought him in and I was fucked. So I tried to creep. I tried to sketch everybody out and get out of it. And I was still selected, but then it got it ended up like going with someone else. But I was like, um, when I, uh, I have a I have a problem with the fact that it says the word God on the wall in this room as an atheist that affects. I was like trying anything, but I didn't want to lie either. Like there's a part of me that's like, all right, just lean into honest beliefs. So right. I started being like way too anti-police and way too like anti-religion, and I, I thought it would like get me out of there. And then of course the defense people are like, let's get this fucking guy. <laughs> right. I mean, I feel like I is it just because. It, it inconveniences our daily lives so much, but I learned so much in that day thinking like, wow, someday if I need a jury, is everybody in the room going to just be resentful and wish they were at home and make up shit so they don't have to be on my jury? And it made me like rethink everything. I was like, no, this is our duty and honor to be in this room right now. I know it sucks a big old fat turd, but like we should be lucky that we're here. It like changed I, my life. I, uh- I agree wholeheartedly, and especially because this is uh, mean, but you realize a lot of people aren't on the same level of intelligence or understanding of the law or society or the world as you are. And I mean, obviously, some people are more, but when you're at jury duty, you're like, oh, man, uh, what if it's those 12 people for this person? Like, I maybe have to go on this jury? Like, I felt the need to be like, oh, for the sake of this person who's uh, on trial... I should be on this jury rather than the people they have up there. Cause I think I know what's happening and these people all don't seem to know what's going on at all. Right. Or if people are just pissed that they had to leave work, I mean, resentment can really get you. Like what if they're like, he's fucking guilty. He took me out of my job for two months. Like, (laughs) you know, or like whatever gets this shit over with faster. (laughs) Yeah. So Uh, it's a really flawed system. (laughs) It really, it really is. And that's what we're here to talk about. We're going to fix the judicial system. The two of us, Yes. Complete. Uh, we're yes. experts in politics, so we're ready and prepared to sort this out. We're lawyers, <laughs> we're judges, uh, and we're executioners. Um, no, we. I got you on for your expertise. I mean, this easily could have been a text message, but let's turn it into a podcast. <laughs> I mean, that's everything. <laughs> I know. Every time I hang out with my friends, I'm like, this is hilarious. We should fucking record this and put Rothy's ads on it. You know? yeah, and they're like, just be our friend, Jackie. You're like, fine, fine. <laughs> I guess. That's my. Uh, that's Tiffany. She keeps pitching. She was on the podcast last week. She keeps going like, I should do it again. I should do your podcast again. And I was like, why don't we just talk? Like as a married yeah. couple, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, why don't we just spend some real <laughs> nice quality time together intimately? I will say, and you know this, as we're both hacking the system here a little bit. Podcasting is a way to speak to someone who you're friends with for an hour unbroken, which is a oh. rare occasion in adult life. This is by far the longest we've ever spoken. For sure, we maybe. Yeah. <laughs> We're like 10, 12 minutes in. We've maybe stood in the same circle for this long, like while while everyone was kind of Other talking. Other people chime in. Yeah. But I've, de- yeah, this is definitely the longest you and I have ever Yeah. That always happens, though. I mean, I have gotten to the point now where podcasting is kind of my socialization. And I know that is not healthy. No, I know. That's, you. I think it's, 
just as unhealthy as people who li- like who I also listen to podcasts and consider those people my friends. And like, oh yeah, and I'm like, you got it, boys. Like you know, and they're like, who? I mean, like, that's how I feel about Howard too. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm a I'm a fucking loser. <laughs> Long story short, I'm a huge a fucking life. loser. Yeah. <laughs> but what we wanted to talk about, we had a we have a lot of topics that we could get into, and now we know yes. shock jocks was one. But um, I want to talk skincare because this is. Something that's on my mind now that I have time and no excuses and I live with a partner who is very uh, aware of skincare and uh, hygiene and beauty and shit. Things that never hygiene and beauty. I can include those two together. It's like, I think that's fair. Beauty products like a toothbrush and toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it's self-care though. But that's self-care. It counts. Right. Self-care, Damn. skincare, honey. It's all together. Right. And then I've been getting into skincare. I've been... And this is new to me. I usually only do this after I've been sunburnt, but I've been moisturizing just about daily after my shower, which is something I never did before. But I found some lotion that I enjoy, and now I'm moisturizing full time. Okay, tell me what you mean by found and enjoy. So tell me the whole journey uh, to finding this cream or this lotion, and what is it? So for the longest time, I was using like uh, Shea Moisture, like cocoa butter stuff for Mm -hmm. just like post-sun care. It was the only time I ever... I have pretty uh, smooth skin, I think, and I think it's because I drink a lot of water and I'm rarely ever dehydrated and I do get a lot of, you know, sun time, but like responsibly. Do you Uh, wear sunscreen? I will. Yes, I will. Uh, but like, you know, 15, eight, four, depending yeah, on, okay. yeah, depending okay. on uh, the sun. I'm Italian and I'm from New York, so I have a hard time. I understand. <laughs> I understand the lifestyle. Yeah. Hey, uh, as my wife, as my, uh, as I call it, the Guido recharge. If when it's, <laughs> when it's sunny out during this pandemic, I just like sh- take off my uh, cl- shirt and go stand outside and just, just to get the sun on my body. <laughs> I do the same thing. We get like one little sliver of light and chooch, my dog will roll right in it and then I'll lay next to her just feel, I love a good, like I call it cooking in the sun. I just love a good cook. Yeah. Hell yeah. I can totally relate to that. And also Arthur is the same way. He moves throughout the day chasing wherever yes. the sunlight is. <laughs> Does that make you sad in a way? Like, like a prisoner would do, you know, well, like a prisoner follows the sliver of light. Well, it makes me feel off on like maybe he needs like a greenhouse room or a, a vest or something like am i freezing or a yard <laughs> yeah well yeah we all need a yard and it's really hitting hard during this fucking quarantine that i do I'm not telling you i'm 38 years old i'm uh, this quarantine i am tired of living in a fucking apartment without a yard without a dishwasher without laundry it's been since i was 21 so i'm, I'm used to it now but i'm ready for a fucking house with a yard where me and my wife could be you know, more than 10 feet away from each other as we (laughs) spend six months straight living together. (laughs) I feel like I have failed Chooch because, you know, I've had her 10 years. And when I got her, I was like, I'm going to give you a great life. You know, I know I'm a broke ass improvising 25 year old right now, but like, give me a few years and I'll hook you up. And I'm like, my poor dog, she's 10 and she still has never had a yard. And I'm like, I have to get my life together so she can live out her final years in the sun. I have to. <laughs> Gabers, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> uh, we need. I need a yard, and I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't think I'm moving anytime soon. Uh, weirdly, uh, the income has slowed down a little bit in the last couple of I know. Of- <laughs> Who would have thought? Can't place it. I didn't realize how I was a little bit of an actor until I got <laughs> no acting jobs whatsoever. And I was like, oh, I, I guess I was more than a podcaster before. And now- 
I'm uh, feeling uh, feeling. Whoops, feeling the pinch. Sorry, I pushed a button. Didn't know if I blew the whole thing. Uh oh. <laughs> We're good. We're rolling. Okay, We're good. You know what? We have to do our best in these times. So, so what are you using this moisturizer? So back to Shea Butter. Yeah. So now, uh, uh, friend of the pod, uh, Ryan Stanger, was uh, over my house, and he smells. He always smells really good. This is a guy who's got good products. Oh yeah. Smell- so I, I, uh, I, I get in his grill, and I'm like, "What? Do you, what is this lotion you're wearing?" And he's wearing something called Skin Trip, which is like a coconut scented lotion. And he, I'm like, I love the smell of it. I love the beach uh, sort of sunscreen adjacent scent. So I'm like, and th- now this is peak. This is two 40 year old men who host an action movie podcast going like, well, three, because Rogers was included in the dialogue, was like, wait, so you like this lotion? He's like, yeah, it's not greasy. It's not, and it's not. It rubs wow. in well, and it's kind of like thick. It's not like, it rubs in very easily, and it doesn't leave me feeling slimy which is like all I can ask for in a lotion. And I don't know how well it works because, you know, it doesn't have like all these cool ingredients, but it makes or whatever. I don't even know what's important in those ingredients. Maybe that's something we to talk about. But I'm just so pumped that I like the way my skin looks and smells after I use this. Where do you get it from? I've never heard of that brand. Same. I, I've, been, I've been buying it on Amazon. Luckily, I bought like a fucking crate of it before the pandemic hit. Okay, so I have two things I want to address. One, the number one way out there, if anyone is curious about skincare and getting into it, it is all about the word of mouth referrals. And that is exactly what you just pointed out an example. And that's what Natch Butte, my show, really is. In essence, it's like two people sitting down and being like, what do you like? What do you not like? I think that's the only thing you can trust out there because people fake reviews. You never know where and who you're buying from, like whatever. So you, you saw somebody, you said, hey, you smell nice, you look good. And then he raved about it and you trusted his opinion. Well, that's more and more what I'm learning in the modern society is like how much I just rely on people whose opinions I already trust for whatever reason in whatever category. Like I didn't think I would take skincare recommendations from Stanger and Rogers. I will always take movie recommendations. I thought my skincare recos might be coming from a Jackie and a Tiffany and that kind of world. But when someone is seems to be pulling it off, I was like, and now I'm that guy. I'm like, excuse me, sir. Where did you get those sneakers? If I like someone's sneakers and I explain. I'm telling you. And it, and it people like to be complimented. And then they have no, no. I mean, if someone says, Tiff, my wife has got me on this. She's constantly complimenting people earnestly. She doesn't, she's not phony. She'll be like, your hair is amazing. And then someone will be like, oh, thank you. Or if someone says to her, that cardigan's amazing. She's like, uh, anthropology. Two, two years ago, you could probably still find it on the website. You know, like, and, and I'm like, watching that kind of, I guess I'm going to call it an economy, seeing all that is very cool. So I was like, let me, uh, let me get into that myself. I love that. I mean, Stanger is a skincare influencer officially. He's so official. add that to his resume. <laughs> He's got, he, he got me on my deodorant too. Like, I'm is on it the fat in the moon one? Yep. <laughs> Honey, he's been on Natchbute. He's been on Natchbute. Um, uh, well, yeah, that's and I'm awesome. on I'm, I'm on Fat in the Moon deodorant and uh, and skip all from from Stanger. And I actually have Stanger's. Uh, I have two different hair products. One of which I got from Stanger. God, who knew? Is it maybe? Do you think he's this influential among everyone, or is it just you? Like you just look so fondly to him that you're you're copying all of his products. Oh, it's 100 percent that. Uh, cause like, I like look up to him as a, even, but at the same time, he is probably of my, even 
and like it goes across <laughs> I was going to say of my male friends and then I was going to qualify that as of my hetero male friends but even my gay male friends don't d- use as much products <laughs> as Stanger does so when Stanger when Stanger comes over I, I like I, I I trust I trust him he, he probably because he's a little bit older than me so he's even more like 80s and 90s than I am so he's got that like deodorant hair gel like oh yeah jeans that he knows fit him well like he's a, he's an adult man he's a dad he owns a home he has a life talking about God, him way too much what a beautiful yard what a beautiful <laughs> yard he has oh i hate him for God having a yard right it. now <laughs> god damn it he has a yard he's got but, it all he has an avocado tree in his front yard i mean yeah. motherfucker but he also has a kid so his quarantine seems like it could be a little bit more difficult than mine <laughs> i uh, real yeah. I've, I've never realized how much i don't want to be a parent uh <laughs> Worse than in this quiet, and I feel bad saying it, but it's really solidified for me and Tiff that you know what? I don't think kids are for us. <laughs> like, it's, I, uh, I can only imagine how difficult it would be. My, you know, it's something it's, we think about the kids annoying us, but the kids are depressed. I feel bad, I feel even worse for the kids, and then I would I be know. such a bad roommate to them because I'd be like, get the fuck out of here, I gotta hit the volcano and talk to somebody for My two poor- hours about. <laughs> Johnny or some shit. I remember last year, um, I was really depressed at the beginning of the year because my life fell apart, as you know. And uh, for those of who don't know, I had got a divorce. But I was like, I went to Austin for South by, and I was a total wreck. And then because I would I was hardly in Austin, call that your life falling apart, by the way. I mean, it, it came back together beautifully, but at the time. Yeah. And um, we were both in Austin I, together at the same time. That's true. Yes. Yeah. And so every time I'm in South by, I always go up to Dallas, down to Dallas, and see my family up to Dallas, up to Dallas. And uh, I was so depressed, and I like wouldn't come out of my room, and my little nephew was seven, goes, Aunt Jackie won't get out of bed. She's just tired. She won't play with me. And I wanted to be like, it's called depression, kid. <laughs> and it's coming for you. You got 10. <laughs> but now, but my sister was just telling me that like, she's like, Lennox won't stop sleeping. And, and I'm like, hey, buddy, it all comes around, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get off your high horse, little mister. I'm not depressed because I'm yeah. in elementary school. It Welcome. happens to all of us. <laughs> We're, life fucking sucks. Life sucks. Oh. <laughs> uh. Don't worry, I will not be using the quarantine in my ads to help sell you underwear. But I will say, I love wearing my Mac Weldons. I wear their socks uh, casually. I wear uh, their uh, athletic socks when I run. I wear their underwear. And yes, they do send me free pairs, but I do actually like it because I could wear other stuff. But my drawer is exclusively Mack Weldon, and I'm embarrassed to say how many times I've emailed them to say like, hey, can you send these and some double uh, XLs? Guys, the fit is great. Uh, I'm sure if you have a body that's less weird and less small and uh, smaller than mine or even larger, these will fit you as well. My body is weird and these fit me so well. They fit everyone well. I don't know how that works, but it just does. The sweatpants are comfortable. The underwear rocks. I'm currently wearing the underwear, the socks, and oh, that's it right now because uh, I'm in shorts because it was hot AF today. But don't worry about it. Mac Weldon has shorts too. All right. Why am I telling you all that? Who cares? Do yourself a favor and go to MacWeldon.com and enter promo code HIGH to get 20% off your first order. They are so, trust me, they're comfortable. And 20% off your first order. How easy is that? MacWeldon.com, promo code HIGH. That's all you got to do. Later. I don't know about you guys, but upon moving in with uh, my uh, my wife back then when she was my girlfriend, 
I really started to think about how gross my sofa was. And lately, since Burrow's been advertised, I mean, I have great sofas now. That was like 10 years ago. I've great, I've got great stuff now. But Burrow, these guys, I, I know what you're thinking. That's the one with the built-in USB chargers? Yes. These, Burrow, I, I don't want to say, uh, these people at Burrow, these uh, geniuses at Burrow, their sofas are so easy to set up and they're easy to move. And what I like about them is that they're adaptable. So like, say you get this, uh, you get a, a sofa from them and then later on you move or you rearrange your living room and you're like, damn, I wish this was a sectional. Boom. You can order more pieces and they all just snap together. It's mad easy. You pick your fabric color, your leg finish, your armrest style, your length. You could add a chaise lounge. Uh, a chaise lounge, a chaise lounge, an ottoman, both. Um, you can like, and you can uh, get multiples. You can connect them, dude. You uh, people, everyone. I keep trying not to use these gendered uh, slang terms. Everyone, you should check these uh, couches out. And they've got more than just couches. They got rugs, coffee tables, love seats, armchairs, ottomans, sleep kit, all this stuff. You, just check it out yourself. So uh, go to b- burrow.com slash mighty. That's b u r r o w dot com slash mighty. Get seventy five dollars off your first purchase and free one week shipping. A week. It takes a week to get a couch to you at burrow.com. I know I have a New York accent, but it's the other burrow, like digging in. Burrow, B-U-R-R-B-U-R-R-O-W.com slash mighty. $75 off. Do it. But okay, I wanted to go back to the cream. The other thing I was going to point out. If you are interested in skincare and you, this is what it is, you have to pick a product that you are drawn to and that you like using because then you will actually use it. If you buy something, you end up not liking it that much. What happens? It sits with right. the lid on it, collecting dust. So that also helps. If you pick a product that you like the scent, like you said, you like the consistency, maybe the jar is, is appealing to you you're more incentivized to use it and enjoy it. So that's something, you know, that most people don't even think about. Right. And also I'm, I'm realizing, and this is the same, I have the same attitude towards cooking uh, or same theory towards cooking. I, I'm not going to be like, well, I'm definitely going to also put on night masks and do, I know myself, I'm, I am right. lazy. And it's like, I do take a shower every day. That is something I do. So why can't, I can add a five minute moisturizing routine for after the shower. Not crazy. Like, you know, it doesn't feel like I'm adding too much. Cause like when right. I, I always say this, like when people want to get, they're like, I don't know how to cook anything. I don't know. I can't do it. I can't do it. And the pandemic is making me think of these poor souls even more, but oh, I always, that's all I keep thinking about. I'm like, my friends that can't cook, what the fuck are they doing? My friends that can't cook. And my friends that have random roommates, that's all oh, I can yeah. think about because of our career choices. A lot of our friends are adults who have roommates that they don't necessarily know or are a friend of a friend. Uh, and it's just like a, these situations where I'm just like, w- and I lived in them and I'm like, holy shit, if I was trapped either with my roommates before Tiffany, my college roommates, or the scariest of all, my own un- immediate family, <laughs> I would fucking get, b- it would be a disaster for me. Oh, all I keep thinking uh, is if this happened in my twenties, I would be dead. I'd be dead. <laughs> I have no, yeah, I have no ability to handle it. I, I would be, I've said, I've said this, I said this to Tiffany and I feel bad, but if this happened in my twenties, 
everyone would see me on the news on the beach in Florida going, I hope that kid dies. Because I'd be like, we got a fucking party. Who cares if we, like, that would have been me in my 20s. Oh, man. And I'm so happy to be in my late 30s as this is happening. I just feel like, you know, I was waiting tables. You know, I worked at the fucking Cheesecake Factory at the Grove. Like, I would... <laughs> I would have been boned. Like I wouldn't have any money. I'd be living with my psycho old roommate, you know, right, right. and she would, who would refuse to not hook up during this. So she would most <laughs> definitely be bringing it into the house. Like She'd be I would bringing have had in- to drive home. Oh, right. I would exactly. have had to driven my Mustang back to Texas. I would have had to. I would have had to go out to the island, which is a little easier from uh, New York City. But at the same time, I would have then had to live with my parents, which would have been death for one of the three. Oh, of us. Same. yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been a yeah. disaster. Yeah. Look at uh, us now, stable, living li- our life. <laughs> uh, we have this, um, and think, back then I had these unstable jobs. Now I've got the <laughs> stability of a fucking feels ad. <laughs> Well, it's so funny. When this all started, I did tweet out like, well, who would have thought podcasters had the job stability now? But then I realized, oh, wait, no one's commuting. No one's at work. No one's, you know. So podcasting is taking a nosedive in terms of listenership. And And people aren't buying ads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All my ads pulled. I'm like, you mean you don't want to buy a Quip toothbrush right now? I know. Are you kidding me? It's a crazy fucking time. Um, Yeah. I would have, who would have thought that these jobs could survive, but surviving them is like, now I make $600 a month with my yeah. job. <laughs> Gee, I'll be, I'll be fine in no time. Thanks. Quarantine. Yeah. We're uh, doing our best. We're doing our best, but wait. So uh, just to jump back to cooking. So I say like, pick something that you know, you love that you could eat a bunch, even if you make it poorly. Like for me, it was chicken wings are like my favorite food. So I'm like, I should just learn how to cook these so I don't spend a bunch of money. And like, I, sometimes I overcooked them. Sometimes I undercooked them, but I was making them for myself. They're my favorite food. So I got, and now I'm very good at making wings. And that also made me want to be like, Oh, other stuff I like. I eat, uh, I usually eat, uh, like scrambled eggs for breakfast. Let me learn how to make that better, you know? And I just found these things and for whatever it might be, like, oh, I want to be better at my skincare, but let me pick something that would be five minutes rather than be like, I need to start doing uh, exfoliating in the shower, then uh, uh, this, 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 and this. And I just knew to start small, and it it's very manageable. But now I'm, like, ready to add something else. <laughs> that's what happens. That's the whole point, you know? That's, that's, that's what you should do is slowly add things in. So you say a five-minute regimen. You, are you saying you cream your damn face for five minutes or are there some other steps involved? Oh, no. It's my, it's my whole you're body. Just there, you're just in there creaming. Oh, creaming I, I, I just do – I do cream my face with the Skin Trip lotion, but I, I, uh, I, this is more of a full body moisturize. But okay. I, still, I, still, I still hit the face and now I have like a little uh, coconut oil for the beard because I'm getting a little uh, quarantine uh, ZZ Top going here. I see t- that. And it's getting a little gross, s- scratchy. So I've, I've been getting to some coconut oil in there, which has okay. been going great. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying. I mean, I mean, I never like, it wasn't like the stigma of skincare or beauty products or whatever for me. It was always like laziness and time. And yeah. then like when you just, when I just like really look at the numbers of like, if I'm take I take like a, 
five minute shower. Like if I add three other minutes to it, I'm still like it. I'm still right. out the door in under 15 minutes. You know, well, but I feel like 70 minutes just, of shitting, but right. Oh yeah, of course we could. That's a whole other episode we could do. Girl. <laughs> I have gotten mine. Perfect. Well, you're plant based. So you're, yes. you got, you have some advantages, <laughs> but I'm telling you, I mean, I, I've had such a journey in that department. Like I used to have to go home from school and I'd call my mom to come get me because I'd literally like, it was like the scene in Dumb and Dumber every day. So I've come a long way, but all I got to say is if you're not taking a daily probiotic, get one. It helps so much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm on daily probiotic. I'm on um, uh, psyllium whole husk fiber supplements. I've got it all. There you go, honey. I'm on the subs. I'm on the subs. I'm taking care of the inside and the outside. (laughs) So that's what I was going to say. I feel like to to discount it as I don't have time is an excuse because it's really you deserve it. Right. And we talk ourselves out of things all the time. Like, oh, I don't deserve to have skin that feels nice. Or, you know, I have itchy elbows, but fuck it. That's what I deserve. It's like, no, bitch, put some cream on. You have the time. (laughs) You just don't realize that you deserve that. You know, that's what self-care is. It's taking care of yourself and your needs. What a concept. I saw, I saw like a self-help article in like possibly in a like uh, fitness magazine. They used it for fitness, but you can use this kind of analogy for anything in life. And it's instead of saying, I don't have time say, I don't prioritize it enough to do it. And then when you realize what you do have time for, like I don't prioritize my skincare regimen as much as I prioritize playing four hours of doom eternal on Xbox. It's like, it's like, I, I like, you're like, I don't have time for the gym. It's like, well, no, I prioritize uh, laying in bed for an extra 40 minutes looking at my phone in the morning and at night. And it's like, when you phrase it like that, you're like, well, I don't actually prioritize that. And then you're like, well, then get your fucking shit together, homie. Uh, yeah. It, you either shut up or you do it. I had a, I used to do eyelashes. And when I, I did this one girl who's a personal trainer and, and I was like, yeah, I've just, I've always said I wanted to work out, but I just never do. And she goes, well, you don't want it hard. You don't want it bad enough. And I was like, oh, shit, you're right. I don't. <laughs> I would do it if I wanted it. And I, right. I guess I don't. Yep. Right. I you want can a make... hot body, but not that bad. Well, because that's like uh, people will always say like, oh, okay, cool. Then uh, I don't have time to work out. It's like, do you have 10 minutes in the morning? It's like, yeah. It's like, well, you could do something for 10 minutes. It's like, well, that's not enough. And then you're like, so what are you doing instead? You're like, well, no. Zero minutes. It's like, all right. Well, right. Ten, 10 minutes is better than zero minutes. So if you're doing nothing and you can only find 10 minutes, squeeze 10 minutes in. And I bet you you'll find 12 and then 14. You know? Have you I, been doing any kind of exercising during this? I have done jack shit. I literally get winded walking half a story down to get the mail. It's gotten bad. I, I have to admit, I, I, something is. I was on a good streak before the quarantine hit. And uh, I I had been also really learning more and more about myself, and uh, I find that fitness, specifically lifting weights, is a huge part of my mental health that I did not realize prior to this. Even though it was a huge mm-hmm. part of my life, I during a downturn in my life, I wasn't exercising, and I, I didn't realize how much I was doubling down on negative emotions, negative feelings towards myself, illness, all this shit. And so w- when I realized that in the, like, the last couple years, I've been running again and, ex- and lifting weights again, and it feels good. N- not enough to like turn my life around, but enough that I'm like... <laughs> 
you know, I'm not like before and after pictures, but I am like not dying and I am doing whatever I want food and lifestyle wise and not getting disgusting. But I knew when this quarantine hit that if I didn't keep going, I, I, I would. So I haven't, if you don't use it, you lose it. For me, even more, I just needed to keep the streak alive. It doesn't even matter about what I'm actually doing. I realize for me, it's the consistency. It's way, I, I'm very uh, momentum based, I learned uh, in, in years of, if I don't do something for five days, like if I skip brushing my teeth before bed for five days, it could easily be nine months. If I, if, Gross. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It's disgusting. If I take a couple of days, I, I mean, I'll brush every morning or whatever or after me, but. If I if I take if I start if I run five days in a row, it's very easy for me to run five days in a row for six weeks. If I take a week off, it's very easy for me to not exercise for take three six months. months off. Yeah, I, I'm just such a fucking slippery slope guy. So I knew, I, and so I've been more consistent than ever in this quarantine. Are you jogging I, right now? I'm I'm run. I've been running 1.6 miles about every day, like five days a week. Do you wear a mask? I do not. I wear a mask all my other times out. I avoid people on the street. If I wore a mask while I ran, uh, I'd be in a hospital for a different reason. <laughs> just for like oxygen restriction. I, I just never know what's safe. I just never know because I read this long thread Me- on Twitter about like droplets go 20 feet and so nobody should be jogging right now. And I'm like, my neighborhood is as if nothing's going on. I mean, everybody is around biking, rollerblading, jogging, walking. Nobody has a damn mask on. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, I think that was like what it was like a couple of weeks ago. Around here, it's people are more masks. Wait, but a lot of people are jogging, uh, uh, biking, exercise. A lot of people are because it's L.A. So yeah, you know, all the gyms are closed, all the hiking trails are closed, all the beaches and pools are closed. What so are people, we gonna do about our bodies? Yeah, and then I like I'm like. I'm out there running every day. People are without a mask on. People are clearly like, fuck this asshole. Also, he's not a runner. He's visibly <laughs> 300 pounds. Like, he's clearly having a hard time with this run. Like, but I, I, so it's like, I look like I'm a poser. I look like I'm like, well, I'll try running in the quarantine. <laughs> I but would for- hope people would not be judgmental in a time like this. Yeah, I I would hope that too, but I'm I'm out there judging them as I run by, so it's completely okay for them to judge me. I I've said to I've I've been quoted as saying I talk enough shit about other people that I absolutely have to be comfortable with shit being talked about me. Like I'm not oh, yeah. allowed to be I, upset about. <laughs> I I the other day was out with a mask on, and these two like young twenties ish people walk out of their apartment, and they said something like, "That's not even the right kind of mask." And I heard uh-huh. them, and I wanted to be like. I'm doing my goddamn best. I'm trying to protect your bitch ass. How about you not judge me, okay? Single they weren't wearing masks. Yeah, but like, how? What fucking assholes? I'm There's fine no- if you talk shit. I just don't want to hear it. You know? Oh yeah. Uh, ideally, oh, yeah. that's the ultimate shit talking is when you the of other person course. doesn't hear. <laughs> Have some self fucking respect. Like, wait till you get in the car. <laughs> wait. Here's here's a great. Uh, skincare uh, 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 question for my listeners, which I'm assuming skew not only male but disgusting male. Um, what would you What would you recommend as like entry level? Like yes. assuming these guys are brushing their teeth, showering, and yeah. uh, using hair product and yeah, deodorant. deodorant. Yeah. Okay. So what this are, is what's what that, I like, always. 
What's yellow belt fit? Like that's white belt yes. bullshit. Give give us some yellow and orange belt stuff. Well, you're kind of you're kind of setting the setting that mark right now with the moisturizer. I say first of all, wash your face every day. Wash your face every day. Um, Different night, soap than you use for your body. I would I would say that would probably be be best. Yeah, it can't um, it can't hurt to have some sort of face wash. They're they're yes, designed. You know, for that our reason. faces are. So many things encounter them every day that we don't even realize. Like right now, me just sitting next to this window, the dirty LA air is coming and hitting me in the face. Like there's lots of things that just walking around, even if you weren't technically outside or whatever, your skin emits oil all day. You shed skin cells all day. You have to absolutely have a face wash. And there's a million of them out there and it's really overwhelming. So I say go down the aisle of the store of your choice, you know, wherever you are comfortable price point wise, if it's Target, if it's Sephora, wherever, and see what you're drawn to in terms of the packaging, the colors, pick it up, look at the bottle, see what it says. Um, Oh, you know what? I actually have oily skin. Maybe this will be good for you. Or ask friends what they like and then buy those. That's the first step. And I will also say, I always say this, Sephora gives free samples of any product in the store. And I know being, uh, if you are a disgusting male, that might be a very unfamiliar place for you. But you could literally walk into Sephora and go, hey, I want a sample of five different face washes. And they will give them to you. No questions asked. No strings attached. That's, that is fucking serious insider info, Jack. Yeah, that's awesome. And if, and if they make you feel weird or shitty about it, they're a shitty salesperson because they don't get paid on commission at Sephora, so they never force you to buy anything or like really give you the hard sell. So it's actually a really safe environment to experiment. So We're you can fans go of in Sephora there. in this house, yeah. Yeah, honey, why not? So that's yeah. a nice tip. And they have an amazing return policy. So if you end up buying like a face wash and it ends up drying you out too much or you don't like the consistency, take it back and they'll give you a full refund. Hell fucking yeah. Why not, honey? Yeah, so you and- absolutely have to wash your fucking face. Absolutely. Yeah, and if and if and if any guys are listening to this and are turned off by the idea of like a Sephora or like picking a f- like you would you know you're using a word like frou frou face wash or whatever, uh, clean and clear from Clearasil like with the bubbles is basic AF, very simple, works well and won't won't destroy your face on a basic. Uh, on like that was my foray into face wash now i'm on keels in the shower look at you look at you yeah i, I mean, mean i Target benefit greatly from there. tiff yeah i i should yeah. say i benefit greatly from my wife but i also i'm 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 now a product queen i have my choices it sounds and I, I, like it i won't you i only use shea uh african black soap uh on my body i won't use anything else <laughs> i'll, I I'll love that I'll pack it when I travel for weekends because that's how much I like that soap. <laughs> so who got you on that? Um, well, I used to use it back in the day when I was younger uh, just because I used it at a friend's house when I was a kid. And I always liked it. And then I kind of drifted away and just used what was ever in the shower for like eight years. Yep. And then I took a shower at a friend's house a while back and she had that soap. And I was like, damn, I love this soap. I forgot how much I love it. And I just bought it for myself. And I was like, what a fucking upgrade. Just having a favorite soap like that. And it's I not mean, expensive. It's not. But like pricey. I said, you feel better when you use it, right? Yeah. So you then got it's a little it. pep in your step. That's what it's all about is just when you use a product that really serves you, you can feel yourself. And that's what it's all about. And I will also say that um, that is it like the Jamaican black whatever soap. What's it called? 
Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, African black soap. It's from Shea Moisture, that company. Yeah, yeah, so they actually probably make a face wash version of that soap, and you actually could use that to wash your face as well because it's like natural. Um, so if you Ooh. ever wanted to like go the natural route as opposed to like the clean and clear, which is kind of it probably has salicylic acid or something a little more harsh, you could right. actually do a really natural, gentle regimen and use that on your face. I might do that. I, I'm pretty. I'm a not. I'm not really a breaker outer, and I'm not really a dry skin guy. So I can. Uh, I, I don't. I, I'm not as specific. But that that is a good idea. Well, I'm not mad tra- at that for you. I like brand loyalty too, because with Skin Trip, I love their moisturizer so much that I tried out their bar soap as a gym as a gym soap. Didn't work, and I'm I yeah. uh, and I'm like, okay, you know, that's this is their specialty. That's not like I I don't have any other like Fat in the Moon. I only have their deodorant. I I don't like any of their other products. I've tried like, but yeah. I also don't use a lot of the other stuff that they sell. They have a lot yeah. of uh, makeup products. Yeah, yeah but I will say stuff. this. So another element to Natch Butte in my work is voting with your wallet and making wise um, value-based choices with your products. I will say Shea Moisture is a cruelty-free black-owned brand, and Fat in the Moon is a indie female-owned business. So those are two ticks for you, two check marks. I'm we woke love. AF. That's right, honey. <laughs> oh, that's you awesome. are woke with that skincare. We love. And, and Shea Moisture is great because they are a Target price point and they are available at Target. And uh, yes. they have a ton of stuff. They have a lot of, uh, you like coconut? They have like a really yummy coconut leave-in conditioner spray. They got a bunch of good shit. Oh, yeah. I'm all about, uh, my hair product of choice these days is salt spray. Big salt oh, spray. Oh, look guy. at you. <laughs> Which one do you like? Well, I'm having I'm I'm experimenting constantly with salt sprays because all I I all, if you notice, you can see all of my health care, uh, all of my skincare. What do you call like the larger uh, group outside of skincare? If it was skin, I say self care. Self care. Yeah, beauty. that makes it, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, be- I guess self care makes uh, like makes it sound a little more inclusive. Beauty might be exclusive right. to like lo- low self esteem individuals or whatever. But <laughs> like I don't deserve which is most beauty. of us. <laughs> yeah, hey, I know for fuck's sake. But um, uh, and I actually completely lost my train of thought. But it'll come back. It'll come back to me. <laughs> oh, oh, what I'm cons- oh, what I'm seeking out is uh, salt spray for the hair, coconut scent for the body. It's all beach. It's all like yes. I want. I miss the way I feel and look after I because I used to work at the beach. I used to party at the beach, live at the beach, more or less. And I just miss being tan, moisturized, the smell of coconut from sunscreen. I miss uh, you. the stuffy saltwater hair, the uh, uh, lack of fucking pimples from sun exposure, and being sort of dry by the skin, but then moisturized by my uh, sort of dried by the sun, then moisturized by my lotion. I miss all that shit. And so I'm constantly chasing that with my product. So that's why I love salt spray. But I haven't found the one that gives my hair like the cool, chunky malleability that I want. I'm trying to find one myself. Uh, That's why I was curious if you found one you liked. I haven't mastered that yet for me or my boyfriend. He has curly hair. I'm trying to like find like a little tousled, oh, I just jumped out of the ocean and like... I look so great. Like I'm trying to find one. So please keep me abreast of that mission you're on. I'm currently for me, the best thing that works is like being dirty and wearing a hat for too long. <laughs> like okay. it's like mm-hmm. unfortunately I have to like and I do have and I won't out them on this podcast, but I do have some male friends that I know who set their hair. I mean, I I have a lot of 
I, I should say, I know a lot of dudes who set their hair. I know white guys who set their hair with baseball caps and, and my not boyfriend do-rags. does that. Yeah. My boyfriend like does that. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, oh, before we go out tonight, I just kind of want to m- mush it down, make it yes. uh, gross. And then, yeah. So I'm constantly chasing that. and uh, But I'm also, because I'm exercising so much, my hair gets a little too gross. And that's where I get like some uh, forehead breaking mm-hmm. out from where, from sweating, headband, touching. Uh, so I, I'm shampooing more frequently. And I don't love the way my hair looks shampooed right. and conditioned. We try not to wash our hair that much. That's something that we were all taught growing up, like, shower every day wash your hair every day but now i wash my hair once a week yeah same unless it's like something disgusting i I forgot i like ran two days in a row and wore a hat for 12 hours i can feel my hair being gross yes that's yeah that's the only that's the only times yeah but wearing that hat is sort of like your own salt spray because the sweat is making itself a salt yeah interesting wow you have good hair you're lucky Oh, please. This is like the my only thing I can lord over like all my friends who are like in human shape and have apartments and houses. Like all my college roommates who have kids and homes and second homes and all my And you're my like, young- but hey, peep that hairline, son. Peep that yeah, my, hairline. I have more hair than both my younger brothers. So like I'm the oldest boy and they're they both have real jobs and shit. And I'm just like, oh well, I have a hairline. I'm thirty-eight. Every time I book a job, You're I like, ask my hair and makeup. How's that 401k looking, honey? Mm, how's that 401k coming in? <laughs> well, I'm certainly going to save some money on plants. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I this is like some crazy ass thing that's like of all. I always joke that you can't be you can't be short, fat, bald, and broke. You could only be three of those. So <laughs> thankfully, I'm, I'll always be tall. And it seems like I might always have hair. But I think fat and broke is here for the here to stay. <laughs> I forget I forget that you're tall. You yeah. are tall. How tall are you? Like 6'3"? I'm 6'2", yeah. yeah. It's just not... The, tall just women not, always clock heights. I'm 5'10". I'm like, I knew how tall that motherfucker was. Well, then that's because you're like, oh, here's a guy who's taller than me. Like, yes. that's like... Because like like Lapkus will recognize like Lapkus is another person who knows I'm yes, tall. Yes, we're the same height. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But the thing is, not a lot of people think of me as tall because there's like four qualifiers you'd use first, and I'm not like very tall. You know what I mean? I'm not like oh right. that dude's tall. But you're like oh you know Gabriel. He's like big, bearded, loud. Like you wouldn't think <laughs> to say tall. You know what I mean? But it's funny, like I, I don't I don't get a lot of tall cred is what I'm saying. <laughs> I know, but you should because in LA six two is basically six five. <laughs> well I mean the funny- you're a you're a rare breed in this town. Take it from me. <laughs> Thank you. Uh I as someone I did a show for MTV for a long time called Guy Code where I sat down. You know, it's a seated, like talking yeah. head type show. I must just stab myself in the eye with a dabbing tool while I'm talking to you. Whoops. Uh <laughs> be the, careful. Uh, and when I would meet a fan from that show, they would be like, damn, dude, you're so big in real life. And I was like, always be like, hey, hey, hey. They're like, no, I mean like tall and broad. I had no idea. I'm like, yeah, if you don't see me next to someone, you have no scale. <laughs> like we all look right. the same. You could be 5'8 for all they know. Right now in the Zoom, you and I are look kind of the same size. And we you are tall, but the two of us have probably two of the most different bodies you can have. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been keeping we are it not together, built- though? Oh, Have you hell been yeah. keeping it together? Because I feel like I'm wasting away. I think it's just because eating is such a chore that I'm like, oh, oh I'll just not eat, you know? 
Oh, I feel, see, I'm the opposite. Eating is such a blanket for me that yeah. I've been doing it a little more, but I'm, I'm, I've gotten better. I, I've gotten into a system because Tiff's home too. I can't go full, like, uh, emotional eating. Like right. she'll just, we have a system where we have a code where a safe word that if she, I know I have food control issues. So if she sees me spiraling, she just says the code word. Cause I also get defensive. If she's like, are you having more? I'll, I, it's the worst of both worlds. I'm like, can you please help me? And also don't fucking speak up when I'm doing that. You know, like, so we have a code word. She says a safe word when I'm eating too much. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yes. All right. That's right. I like that. I like yeah. that. I like that check and balance. That's good. And I requested it. So it's not like, you know, it's not like from her right. mind. So don't, don't come for her uh, listeners. I asked her to keep an eye on me and she's an amazing cook. So I, but when you're cooking for yourself, like if I'm ordering food, I'm even grosser than if I cook for myself. Like, I'm just like, oh, well, what's two appetizers and one entree? But if I'm cooking for myself, I'm like, I guess I'll just eat a bunch of this spaghetti squash rather than like, I'll also get a quesadilla. I'm also not going to whip up a quesadilla in addition to dinner. But if I'm ordering, you know I'm putting a dill on the menu. Oh, yeah, of course. Go big or go home. I guess that's my issue. Like we were talking about earlier, the like build on your recipes. I only know how to cook like five things and I'm getting stale on it. I'm just getting real stale on it. And then because I don't eat anything, you know, it's like all the grocery stores are out of shit. And it's like I don't have the liberty of like, oh, if they're out of this, I'll just eat this. I don't eat anything. So yeah, if so you if like you really get past limiting. the plant aisle, if you get past That's the vegetable aisle, there's nothing. You're like, I'm tapped. I'm out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I guess it's almonds for dinner again. You know, <laughs> I I think this could be a fun project though. Is to like uh, slightly tweak the one of the five things you know that opens it right. up in a way where you're like, oh, I know how to make this. What if I just use daikon instead, or you know, insert whatever right. here, and just sort of because. Tiffany's like a, a great cook and she's always cooked for us. But lately she's been like, well, now I'll try this because if it sucks, why the cares? fuck not? Yeah. Right. We're on like 33 nights of dinners or whatever since the quarantine started. And uh, we've ordered once. I've cooked like twice and she's cooked 30 other times and never repeated a meal yet. She's a fucking wow. psycho. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> She's a that fucking psycho. Wifey goals. That yeah. is wifey what? goals. Do you clean afterwards? Like, what's y'all's system? I'm the dish machine, and also, yeah. I'm what's considered a food hype person. If you do have to cook for another person, also, she, Tiffany likes to cook, so I would cook more if she didn't want. Because she's kind of like. I'm not going to make duck breast as well as she does. So like if we got duck and she's like, I want duck tonight. I'm like, it would make, it would be awful for me to go, well, I'll tackle that. <laughs> like she's right. like, no, I, I'm I know what I'm doing. I'm not letting you do this. Uh, but I do clean. And if you, ha uh, like I was saying, if you have to cook for someone, maybe your 300 pound husband who eats and enjoys everything is a good audience. Like I'm a very good eater <laughs> i like everything i have no allergies i eat everything that you put in front of me and then some so for me i think i'm just a what do we call it like a warm audience for comedy like you know we're warmed i'm warmed up for her i think that's great though so y'all don't have a dishwasher huh mm. can you do you Nightmare. not have room for a tabletop one i saw at your old place you had a tabletop and that was like a and we have fought against it because you Tiff so aesthetic based that we don't yeah, want. Yeah, I hear one. it. They're an eyesore. Yeah, but 
on day 30 of do of waking <laughs> of, of the first thing I do and I wake up, I take a dump and I do Duolingo on the toilet. Then I go make a coffee and then do the dishes, dishes. while I drink my coffee. Cause I have like 40 minutes worth of dishes to do every morning. <laughs> I mean, I remember when Mitch came over to my apartment he saw that and he literally got tears in his eyes and he was like how have i not lived knowing this is a thing and, and he went guy, and bought my same one that day he bought it on and his he, he told me he bought it on his phone after yes. he saw it because he recommended it to me and then i yeah. had, had not been to your place yet then when i went to your place and i was like oh this shit fucking rules yeah so, i mean it's small but like better than nothing i i'm that not having a dishwasher was one of the bleakest times of my life oh it's sure. been the last it's been since I was 23 now. I have not yeah, had a dishwasher in my apartment. It. So I and and for the last 10 years I've been living with Tiffany and we cook very frequently. Right. So I've just been doing the dishes. If also I'm a little worried if we get a dishwasher and a dog walker, Tiffany might start to realize how little she needs me around <laughs> this house period. <laughs> Those are your, those are the, the, yeah, that's how you pull your weight. That's my specialty. I mean, she works full time and cooks and cleans, so I can't fuck her. I can't come out here and be like, so I'm just like, uh, I'll do the dishes. Don't worry about the dishwasher. But if, damn, this quarantine is making me want to live more like an adult. For sure. Can you imagine like how long we have put up, like same, um, you know, I never have had a, a washer and dryer in my house. Since I was 21 years old living in Austin. Yeah. I have not had a washer and dryer in my fucking house this whole time. Yeah, not since I lived with my mom. (laughs) Imagine going to your high school reunion and leading with that. You know? Like, that's what I always think. I'm like, people would think I was fucking insane. All of my college roommates have houses in the tri-state area with kids, and they have own two cars, own a house, own this, blah, blah, And I'm like, I fucking am doing my dishes. I have a leased car. The most expensive thing I own is a laptop. Like, I don't have, like... <laughs> and those depreciate a- in value very quickly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. I have no... I, I'm, a, I'm a... It would be humiliating to go to... But I... It, you get all the wins back when you're like, I was on Drunk History, and then all of your I was about college- to say, who had a U5 on Brooklyn Nine-Nine last week? You know? Gabrus, that that's who. That was not not me. Not yet. <laughs> Same. I haven't I haven't even auditioned for that yet. Oh, me neither. Um, I uh, actually, I don't know if I'm allowed to say anything, but I, I am on an upcoming episode. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, U5? Um, maybe uh, oh five. Look at you, <laughs> Look at you stepping up. Okay, I feel honey. Like, I feel like by the time this comes out, it might be okay to say, but we'll see. <laughs> I think it's fine. I don't. Think, I'm not giving any story fine. points. I'm just. I think it's I, fine, and also you should celebrate by buying a tabletop dishwasher. I might. That's I already I celebrated think. by buying a tabletop vaporizer. There you go. Priorities are in order. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm embarrassed that all my purchases since the quarantine have been like weed, uh like media and martial arts weapons. <laughs> wow. That is very random. Is that something you've always um invested in? Is the martial arts weapons or is this a new hobby? It's a little bit of a new hobby. I've uh, I've start, I started taking martial arts. In, I've always wanted to. I did as a kid, like most suburban white kids. I did some karate as a kid, uh, but I've been taking. I started taking martial arts this year, uh, like in 
starting the new year up until the quarantine, I oh was training. Gosh. I was training Which martial arts. Uh, it's called Jeet Kune Do. It's Bruce Lee. Uh, Bruce Lee created the style. It's an, actually an American martial art because he created it here in America. Oh my uh, god! I've always wanted to do that. It's kind of cool. It's weirdly. I want to do Krav Maga. Wait, Krav Maga. <laughs> Krav Maga. That's the I Texas do- <laughs> one. <laughs> That's the crime dog. <laughs> yeah. uh, that Krav Maga is some fucking real shit, dude. That hell, hell yeah. yeah. I, it does make me feel kind of powerful. It is fun to do like exercise in that way again, where it's like sort of like a sport where it's like, all right, everyone take a lap and then we're going to do some abs and then we're going to punch pads. It's like, oh, okay. That's not what I normally do. And then also, if you thought you met weirdos doing improv. Oh, wait gosh. Till you, yeah, because that's like, that's still like entertainment. When you meet weirdos who are, who live in LA and who do martial and you, and you know them through doing martial arts in the park with them, you get to meet some real interesting characters. I'm telling you, this town has so many subcultures. And once again, just like the jury duty point, we live in such a bubble, but there's so many types and subcultures of things out there. And once you get like a little whiff of one, your mind is blown. This is yeah. a giant town. There's a lot going on. I ordered um, my weapons online and there was a delay and someone, the guy who worked at the company emailed me and he's like, I'm like, yeah, I was hoping to get these sticks, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, are you training with these? And he named three different, I was getting Filipino fighting sticks. He named three different Filipino families that are based in LA area that teach the sport. <laughs> Like, and he was like, oh, are you wow. training with these guys, these guys, or these guys? I was like, no, that's crazy. And I'm like, that's how, like, of course the martial arts guys are going to know who's here. Just like of us course. improv people know who's at IO and who's exactly. at. So it's just yeah. such a funny thing for him to go, oh, are you training with Gr- Rose's Mata? I was like, what? No, holy shit. <laughs> Wait, back to skincare. So I was about to say, okay. Yellow, yellow so, belt shit. So everybody should be washing their face. And I think the next step, if you want to add one, is to do a moisturizer at night like you. And that's on your face or body or face first? On your face. But if you want to do body, I say indulge, honey. Treat yourself. Um, but, But definitely everybody should be doing that. It doesn't matter what type of skin you have, even if you have oily skin. Because once you wash your face, you kind of strip it of everything. And if you put moisturizer back on your skin won't be producing that extra oil that can lead to breakouts. So you just have to find Uh one that is right for you, right for your skin that you like to use. And there's all kinds of different, there's a creamy one, there's a jelly kind of one. I mean, you have to to play around and kind of find the one that you like the results and you like the feel of it and the smell and the jar and all of those things. But that is bottom line. And then if I really got to give you one, you gotta do a sunscreen during the day. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta. Full-time sunscreen. You gotta. Okay. You gotta. The sun is public enemy number one. And I don't know if you have felt this, Gabrus, but the sun is not the same sun that we used to lay in as kids. It is way fucking harsher and meaner. I mean, I feel like I just go outside for a few minutes and I feel the sun burning me. And it's because our ozone is not there anymore. I mean, the right. sun is very dangerous. And everyone should be doing a sunscreen every single day. It doesn't matter what size, color, texture. You got to be doing a sunscreen. Okay. Like a full-time sun. Like it's part of your daily. Like in the morning you put sunscreen on your face. Yes. Or moisturizer yes. that has built-in sunscreen or whatever yes. you want to use. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's Everybody crazy. should be doing That's it. not something I do, but I would, I would be down. Because I love to get 
color, but you, I know you can get color with 15 on your face. So yes, you, might... you could still get a little color. I really, really, uh, this is my life's work, and, and I get sent DMs, and when I meet people you know, in person that listen to Nash Butte, they always say, I do a sunscreen every day because of you. And you will see a difference. You will notice um, you know, your texture, fine lines. You will notice if you have any kind of discoloration. Like All those things will start to let up. They really will, because that's what's causing it, that damn sun. Right, because that's what that's what prematurely ages a lot of people's faces, right? Oh like, yeah, have you seen those um, the pictures of the truckers with like half their faces have gotten older? Fuck the, yeah, dude, that shit's really, terrifying. Yeah, I hate it. And the same with like our hands, like driving. You know, you always see those women wearing gloves. It's like those ladies are onto something. You know, um, well, so that's. That's like an age-old thing too, right? Like uh, you can get all the plastic surgery and makeup in the world, but your hands will always let anyone know how old you are. Like when you see, and using LA as an example is you'll see some people that you're like, I don't know if you're 30 or 60. And then you look at their hands, you're like, you're 58. (laughs) Although (laughs) there are now lasers that will rejuvenate your hands and I have heard about them and I want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the fourth step. If you're I just want you to do SPF every day and get laser hand rejuvenation. (laughs) Laser hand rejuvenation is the next step for sure. I mean, I'm not above, I want to try it all there. We didn't even get into that. I was going to tell you all the crazy shit I've done to my face and all the crazy shit I want to do to my face. It never ends. Let's talk some. Uh, if we were, if we're keeping the analogy going, you were giving us some yellow belt stuff, like SPF moisturizer before bed. What's some of the brown belt and black belt shit that you've done or tried? Have you done like uh, the crazy microdermabrasion stuff? Oh, I mean, I've done it all. I've done crazy. I did this one peel. I don't even know. Like you know, we do desperate things when we're put under financial stress. You know, because if you have money, what do we always say? Money is the best lotion. There's just always something you can do. And oh, I love I, that. I love that expression. Is that a Natch Butte Ridge? I oh, love no, that. that I, I actually heard that on Howard. Julie Chen Moonves said it, and she was quoting Chris Rock. So I'm pretty sure that is a Chris Rock uh, oh, anecdote. But that's such a great, and that makes total sense. It's and always Eddie like, Murphy said, money don't crack on SNL, yeah, and that's very right. true. <laughs> <laughs> that's Shit, why he yes. looks incredible. He literally hasn't aged. <laughs> fuck all right so st- get that money <laughs> that's important get the money uh, yeah so i wanted to do a peel which is basically like there's so many different peels you could do but it, it basically they pour like an acid on your face and it peels all these layers off and then your skin is raw and red for like a week but slowly you will get brand new gorgeous perfect flawless skin and I always wanted that to do it, me. but it's, yeah, it was not, and there's videos on YouTube because that's the thing now with eBay and Amazon, there's all these unregulated sources. You can buy all this shit yourself. Oh, you, you, you can buy you can... all this shit yourself on the black market. And there's people on YouTube that are like, Hey, I did a 30% whatever peel. And you literally see their face go up in smoke. I mean, you, so I saw a girl, I, say I, I went to a baby shower and a woman had like what looked like a roadmap on her face and her, and I, and like she was, she came up, she's like, Hey, Gabriel. And I'm like, and I'm like pretending not to, and I'm like, okay, I'm just not gonna say anything. She goes, I had a chemical peel and something went wrong. And I'm like, Oh my God, that seems too high risk. Like, yeah, uh, I, I did not, re- I did not have a good result. I, I, I went to this random lady that a friend of a friend recommended and she was a nurse, but 
there's all these like med spa places in LA and they will definitely that are like hospital adjacent that make you feel yeah, like they're, they're like a strip mall and they have like Botox Groupons you know it, there's so many of them out here and I recommend if you want to get something done you have to just save up and buy the bullet do not take the cheap way out because it will end up being a waste of your money and it will probably put you in danger have you ever watched botched uh, no, I can't watch that. That shit scares the shit out of me. Well, apparently people drive to Tijuana and get shit done because it is literally $20 to get a tit job in Tijuana. And this one lady got her ass done and they put titty implants in her ass. Whoa. Now that I'd like to see before I do. Because that, that could be for me. <laughs> it, it was, it, I mean, little round titties, but in an ass. It, it, it did not serve her. Hey, sir, are you a tits guy or an ass guy? I hope you say both. Because <laughs> well, I, I got <laughs> yeah, because I got just the thing for you, baby. <laughs> I'm telling um, you, just be careful. And and once again, word of mouth referrals, like ask the stanger in your life, you know, where they get their peels or their whatever's done. Um so I think, but you don't I really a, need that. No. But I think a light, fun one that people can if people want to try is uh and it's huge now, is like masks. Oh, we love a mask. Does we Tiff love do a masks? mask. This, oh, yeah. They don't really work on me because they have to like kind of loosely hang over the hair on my mm-hmm. face. So they don't stay well. But it does feel nice to put a mask on your face. And I'm always like, ooh, let me have the green tea one. She's like, why? I'm like, I don't know. That just sounds like appealing to me. So like but you're saying, there's like. that's what I'm saying. Like, you picked the one that was appealing to you. Right, right, exactly. And we love masks. And we just did, uh, with our, some friends of ours, we did a group uh, Aztec clay and apple cider vinegar mask. And how did you hear about that? That was one of our friends th- that we did it with, had heard it from someone, but I feel like that it was kind of a popular thing at the time. Like, are, are a lot of people say, doing that? I just, I really feel this is true, and this is a big statement. But I start a lot of trends in the alt comedy scene in terms of beauty. I was the first person to get gel nails. That is a fact. I was the first person to get gel nails. It was 2010. I was the first. <laughs> I started the Aztec clay mask, and it rippled through our community. So that's why I was curious who it was. Because oh, I wonder. No, these guys are not uh, in the not com- not comedians. But who knows? Uh, you never know the ripple gone effects. Was, yeah. Oh, but dude, that shit that, is crazy. That mask is crazy. It will make you hallucinate if you do it correctly. It it felt very tight. It felt like it was physically Pulling. working. Right? Yes. 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 <laughs> I've never crazy. done ayahuasca, but I have a feeling it feels something like that because it would, truly like sucks at your face. Yeah, it really full, pulls your face back and you're like, oh my God, so the... It makes you realize that there's some sort of thing. Ha- it, it is working. In some, whether you take it off and you just drop back to whatever, it is doing something. Yes. But and that's just two like, weird basic ingredients. You just slap yes. it. Yeah. It, you know, there's this mask that was really viral on Instagram a couple years ago called the Hanacure mask. And I believe it's $40. And like Drew Barrymore, all these celebrities were using it. And it's this clear stuff that you put on your face and it will slowly start to like crisp up and you look like an old person while it's on in its final stages because it literally like crinkles up your face and then afterwards your face is bright red and you feel the blood flow and I did it on Nash Butte and then I was like fuck that I'm buying the Aztec clay it's $10 for a giant tub that you will not even use fully up before it expires apple cider vinegar cheap and easy you mix them together and it's the same damn effect 
and it can't seem more natural. Like it's literally like, oh, yeah. you know, you're like, oh, the the ingredients are in the names of the things, which as I'm assuming as someone who eats plant-based is like one of the best parts of the, like when you're like, right. I'm having cranberry walnut brie or so, uh, cranberry right. walnut uh, rocket salad or whatever and you're like oh like aztec clay and apple cider vinegar instead then you get some mask and you're like this one's for oily skin and you're like well what's in it and then like right and you put it on like, like burns sh- the shit out of your face and you're like what yes. have i done i love that shit where the name is just like says it all you know like that's how it feels that's to me, that feels healthy when it's like you're putting Aztec clay and apple cider vinegar, two things. Well, I haven't really heard of Aztec clay, but you know what clay is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Clay is a, is a really popular – it's having a real moment in skincare and in um, hair care. I had – it's called um, mud poo. So it's like shampoo, but it's made of clay. And I guess – Wow, that must look cool. Been, yeah, it looks like you shit in your hair. I mean, it looks like it looks like <laughs> you shit in your hair. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a really uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, I know, Jackie. Look. I said cool. <laughs> but I guess the idea is sort of similar. Like clay can cleanse, and it doesn't suds up and like strip your hair. It will keep all the oils intact. It will only strip away what you what isn't serving you. And your hair has so much volume. If you have like if you're like me out there and you have really thin hair. I'm telling you, I had like Courtney Cox from Friends hair with this mud poo. And I was like, oh, honey, who is she? Interesting. I'm telling you, get that clay out. You know, you can also do that Aztec clay anywhere on your body. A lot of people do it under their armpits when they're transitioning um, from aluminum-based deodorants to natural deodorants, and it will help pull out like your stink. Interesting. Yeah, but it's a, oh. it's tedious to have to like sit with your arms up drying for you know thirty minutes. But people do it on their ass. You know, oh, that's like yeah. a whole thing now. Is like ass masks. Why not? I can sit on my ass. Oh wait, uh, see, you, you, ass mask sounds appealing to me, but I think I'm thinking of it a different way. <laughs> I would like the ass on my <laughs> face. An ass as a on mask. your face. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could do that after. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll do a face mask. I, I almost said you, meaning my pointing to my wife, but for the listeners, it's not me and Jackie. I'll put one on my face, you put one on your ass, and we'll connect them. There you go. <laughs> Why not? You know, that's what we get bored in this quarantine. You got to do something. Yeah. Well, it's about time to practice our safe word in other ways. <laughs> yes. Oh, interesting. Um, what the other the other thing I've been. Uh, getting into my new hygiene i got a pedicure right before uh <gasps> i got my first pedicure by myself before the what? quarantine what inspired and I, that i have like visibly uh dry heels and shit like you can like i've like mm-hmm. what i assume a lot of dudes feet look like i have like white dry visible dry skin all around my heels and shit so it was driving me up a fucking wall and it grosses my wife out and they get better in the summer when I'm barefoot in the sand a bunch and, and putting sunscreen on. So I'm like accidentally moisturizing. And then I got a pedicure and the way my feet looked for like a week and a, two weeks after I was like, this is better. And, and it was a treat to have someone cut my toenails as a fat dude. It's like a, a difficult process to cut my own toenails. It was a very nice treat. So how did you choose the salon? a gift certificate from my wife to a, cause I also, I understand the privilege of living in West Hollywood, one of the most popular gay neighborhoods in America. I have two different male nail salons to choose from. <laughs> oh, did you go to hammer and nail? 
I did go to Hammer and Nail because that's where my mm-hmm. gift card was from the one on Santa Monica. But I and also they had do the petties there. Yes, but oh, no color. I didn't know that. That's oh yeah, of course. Yeah, because I was like, I might as well get black toes or something. They were like, we don't do color. I was like, oh, all right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's cool. that's cool anyway. But it was just it was a it's an interesting treat. I had to get over the idea of someone doing that for me. Like I felt uncomfortable with the. It felt so status based to have someone like touching my feet, but I got over it and holy shit, thank God. I can't, I'm looking forward to getting a pedicure when the quarantine's over. That's a sentence I never thought I'd say. (laughs) I love that. And I love that you're telling your, your listeners that, because again, this is something that it's a treat and it, it's something it's once again, it's for your partner, but it's also like, you're feeling yourself now. You, you didn't like that. The dry feet, you know, bothered you. And now you're so happy that you kind of stepped over that that obstacle that you were putting in your own head and and why was that is it because you thought oh it's girly or you were just like i feel status it's status based and i don't want people touching my feet i have only had two massages in my life i'm very uncomfortable with uh yeah like the status of like lay lay there and have someone do something for you right but as i've gotten older i've gotten more like well, I mean, I'm paying money. This is their job. They're excited to like they're working. It's this not is like their specialty, and you're tipping right. well, so it's right. good. Yeah, yeah. So that's I got over that, and I got a I got a massage after a half marathon one time, and I was like, yeah, like the day after, I was like, oh yeah, no, there's like uh, a medical reason why massages are good, and not just for. So like I got over that hump because. Uh, the the girly shit never bothered me. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I love like, that about you. I love that yeah. about you. Yeah. <laughs> but the but I felt like the whole situ like the whole thing. And then also again, laziness and time of like, ugh, I gotta like make an appointment, get there, go to this. And then once I did it, I was like, oh, this once a month, maybe once a quarter and then every month in the summer. Like it's just like the perfect, like it's like a nice treat. And I'm gonna keep it up. For sure. I love that. I hope every guy listening, once we're out of this, says, you know what? I think I deserve that. I'm going to go try it. Because every single guy I've talked to, that is exactly how they have felt too. Like they didn't do it forever and then they did it and they were like, wow, what the fuck have I been missing out on all this time? I wonder if like Mitch and Weiger have ever gotten pedicures, you know? that's a, Those are good people to ask because uh, I am assuming both of their feet are disgusting. And like... Uh, Without a doubt. The... <laughs> And like, if there's any, sh- if you have any, sh- if listeners have any shame in their feet and that's why I'll tell you the woman who, who uh, did my pedicure held up the dish towel that she had, like the little towel she had over her leg after she fucking sanded my heels and she held it up and showed it to me. And it was disgusting looking. Uh, there was a, a, a visible weight of skin on her towel and she oh, goes, God. see, this is why you have to do this. She wasn't grossed out. She wasn't upset. Like, because there's a part of me that would be embarrassed or humiliated. And she was just saying, look at this. Get this shit off your feet if you can. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she oh, loved it. You. Are you kidding? How boring of a day would it have been if she had, she'd scrubbed everybody's feet and nothing came off? It's like a barista with their coffee beans. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, they love right, that yeah. shit. <laughs> you got to do something eventually. Oh, uh, Tiff gave me a pedicure uh like that's how boring we were bored we were in quarantine i taught her chess and she gave me a pedicure sanded my own heel or i guess sand is not the right word emery boarded my heels for me which was fucking unreal <laughs> how did y'all do it did you soak your feet in like a bowl or something no i just kind of laid on the floor she has like a bunch she has I feel like you and her can have a real at length conversation about products we have oh yeah 
tons of products. <laughs> so she has like yeah. We foot actually bomb, did a spa this, night that, too. Yeah. I I had never. Oh yeah, that's great. Wait, I, spa um, night. Tell me. Okay, so we did a spa night a few weeks ago, and I've lost track of time. Who knows how many weeks ago it was? Exactly, but I had actually exactly. I had never cut a guy's toenails before. Y'all's toes are hard to cut. No shit. That's what Tiffany, because that was the first time Tiffany did it for me. It's also such a treat. To get to my own pinky toe is nearly impossible. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, it's a fucking little lump of flesh with a little random square of nail on it. Yeah. Like, it's such a weird, and, and my feet are hard. My, my toes, my toenails are like rock solid. You know, my feet are so fucked up. I'm running around with 300 pounds of pressure on them all day. What size shoe are you? And I'm a 12. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ben's a 13. Same. Like his toenail was so long. And I was like, my clippers are, I had to do them in like two or three per toe. And then his toenails would come to like a little triangle because I couldn't get them right. And I was like, I'm humiliated. I didn't realize it was this hard to cut toes. I did not know because mine are so easy and little. I just one clip and I'm I'm done. Right. Well, that's what, because truly we had the same conversation because she, connect like had to do it three times which is what i normally do and get like a little trapezoid going and then clip that little trapezoid that's what i had to do but because i didn't even think about it that because i can't even do on my fingers the way you're talking about like because i know the nail clipper is curved so that you can kind of just it teaches you the pattern but right on my toes and it's an, and I can barely see them and like with folding over my gut, you know? So when <laughs> Tiff did it, she was, she held up my toenail when it was clipped off and like just the length of it blew her mind. She's like, this is yeah. one solid. It, it looks like a fucking, it, like a screw. It's like a little boomerang. <laughs> it's like a Funyun. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, that kind of grossed me out. Uh, kudos to you, Jackie. Not a lot of people do that. But Hell you're yeah. 100. Is 100% correct. That's the main reason why that <laughs> that works. That is so true. It's like fucking I, broken Funyun. <laughs> oh, it's a broken Funyun. Yeah, that's what I imagined. Did you Disgusting. do a color or did you keep it nude? No, this was more about just cutting the toes and uh, pushing the cuticles and getting the heels. Didn't even do any like polish or anything like that. Yeah, but. I did a pink on Ben. He he he. I let him pick his color. It was like a real a real salon. Oh, that's awesome. Maybe I'll I ask mean, for that. I mean, why not? Next. We're getting bored here. <laughs> uh, I, I have a feeling I have a feeling in our follow-up I'll be like, I got a full released pedicure from my wife. <laughs> a clip and tug. <laughs> I mean, you know what? We gotta do what we gotta do. You gotta keep hey, it interesting. It's the, it's the quarantine, baby. That's <laughs> true. We we gotta, you know, we're getting oh. stale on the apartment, we're getting stale on the food. You gotta keep things fresh. Uh, hold for one second, Jackie. This is a good time to end this record because landscaping is starting right outside my window. Let me shut the windows, get your plugs, and stand by. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I want to know over- why lawn work is considered essential workers because same, our building, the guy still comes twice a week. He Earlier he was like blowing leaves and I'm like, go home, dude, go home. Like we don't need the leaves blown in the fucking <laughs> foyer today. I know. And I feel, and I'm like, I'm not trying to take a paycheck out of anyone's mouth. Same, Because same. I, 
I'm like, all right, that's fine if that's because my uncle's a landscape, and I call he but back in New York. I'm like, are you working? And he was like, oh yeah. And I'm like, that's fucking crazy. This is booming, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I guess people are outside more. They're looking at houses more. They got to look sharp. I feel bad for these guys. Uh, well, I mean, like but, you said, I'm happy he's working, but part of me is like, does he want to be working? That's my thing. Like, does he want to be home and safe or does he want to be working? Because he's still, he comes twice a week. We don't need it. <sighs> yeah, I know. It's fucking crazy. Uh, but he's got, he's done, he's weed whacking. And that's a perfect uh, foray. Sorry. <laughs> Emma, fix this up. Uh, he's weed whacking, and this is a perfect opportunity for us to maybe stop recording. This is how you know we're working from home. Got the weed whacker guy out. I'm telling out. you, the ambulances go by. This is, this is real. This is authentic. This is some real ass shit. Um, so, Jackie, where can uh, people – your podcast, Natch Butte, has – an actual level of information and it's not being interrupted by me constantly. So if people want to hear more, check out your podcast, correct? Oh yeah. (laughs) I mean, we tell the line. Sometimes I have on chemists who break down the ingredients to things. And sometimes I have on, you know, Stanger and Eugene and they tell me about (laughs) their keels. We run the gamut and it's always fun. And every uh, Thursday, yes, we love a Thursday drop. Uh, every, same. Yes, same, honey. So every Thursday there's a new app, and there's three years of back episodes. So, honey, go at it. And then um, you can find me at Jackie Michelle Johnson on Instagram, and you can follow Chooch, my dog, at Hello I'm the Chooch. I always got to give Chooch her plug because her Instagram is popping, honestly. And Instagram She's like eight thousand followers, you know, nothing to sneeze at. That's awesome, and I'm a huge Chooch fan over here. Um, I constantly, when I can, give her kisses, and I ain't afraid of her legendary breath. I'm here for kisses. Well, you know, it's crazy. It got a lot better. She she just was on antibiotics or something else, and it made her breath stop smelling. And now I'm like, oh, my God, I guess she had some infection or something for years. Oh, because Arthur has terrible breath. So I wonder... He might have an infection on the inner lining of his mouth, is what I was told. And the antibiotics for her anal gland made it complete. Like, literally, I could stick my head in her mouth and sniff, and I don't smell anything. And she's 10 Whoa. years old. I, yeah. um, oh, that's... Get, Chooch. I can get her. I can still hear you, and you can still hear me, because I have Bluetooth, not your breath. But oh, excuse us. <laughs> of course. Because she loves you. Chooch! Hey! <laughs> Hey, she's so sweet. She's in full ghost mode. She's all white, no highlights today. And she, right? we gave her, we gave her a quarantine haircut, so she's a little uneven. But you know, it was better than getting bored and cutting my own hair, which I'm about to do. Because why not? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm having the, I'm doing the opposite. I'm like, this seems like a good excuse to go full Hagrid. So I'm just gonna let my hair and beard go crazy and s- yeah, see what I end smart. up with. And I'm gonna continue to test salt sprays and, I, and really get to the bottom. <laughs> I, I'm so curious about that. Please keep me posted. And I also recommend that as well. Um, we don't need a haircut that damn bad. It's only been a month. Um, it won't kill us. So put the scissors down, take a beat, and maybe instead do some research on the moisturizer you like. Yeah. And also, we're not going out. So who cares what we look like? Treat, like get vain, treat yourself to some laziness. Work on yourself in new ways. I'm trying to learn Spanish. I'm uh, trying to exercise. I'm trying to get into more products. I've been meaning to add meditation for the last 40 days. So maybe this, maybe tomorrow will be the day. It's not today. Yeah. <laughs> I spent a shit ton of money uh, training to do TM at the beginning of last year, and I haven't done it in about 
almost a year or so. I should probably now's the time. Let's now's uh, the time. Uh, follow Jackie's uh, social media. You can follow, uh, find, she said it, but you can also find it with this tweet and Instagram about this episode. Uh, listen to our podcast. Uh, listen to Action Boys on Patreon and uh, listen to the Gino Lombardo show on Stitcher Premium, promo code Gino for one free month. Jackie. We love a Stitcher Prem, honey. We love a Prem, <laughs> We love a Prem, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Preems and creams, baby. That should be your Stitcher Premium spinoff show. Oh, it's show. done. It's, 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 I'm taking that. I'm emailing Earwolf now. <laughs> Jackie, thank you so much for coming on High Mighty and being the first remote guest and possibly the closest living guest that I've had. Yeah, uh, maybe. <laughs> I could always run over and wave at the window next to the guy we whacking right now. Who knows? We could probably meet halfway if we both left now in five minutes. Yeah, we'd en- we'd end up around like Fairfax area, but I like a little a uh, little east of Fairfax. That's let's do it for me. S- okay, see you. See in ya. <laughs> Put a mask Thanks. on though. <laughs> oh, of course. Don't you worry. Yes. Yes. All right. Thank you, Jackie. Bye, shitheads. Bye. That was a headgum podcast.